You're listening to a guy who really knows his sports. Yeah, right. A little bit of NFL football. It's time to talk. Time to talk. It's time to talk with Tyler. Welcome back to another episode of Time to Talk with Tyler. Back here after a little break. Uh, we'll be pretty much going to overall sports. Surprises at the start of the NBA season. Uh, get some NFL action. The midway point a crazy AFC this year. Uh, we'll get a little hockey action. A little bit of fantasy football help and advice. And that will pretty much be it for the episode. Some And a little bit of MLB free agency signings. But we'll start in the NFL where the AFC East is crazy this year. Pretty much anybody at this point could probably still come out of their division and it wouldn't even be that surprising. Bills and Patriots both on six wins in the AFCs, though Patriots have not hit the bye week yet, so the Bills are ahead of them because they're six and three and the Patriots are six and four. AFC West, everyone's really clumped up. Broncos are in last at five and five, and the Chiefs are six and four. Uh, and then in the middle, Chargers and the Raiders, who both had their bye weeks opposed to the Chiefs and Broncos. So that's a really clumped up division. Uh probably same the same, say the same with the AFC North. Browns are 5-5, five five, Ravens are 6-3. and three. Uh, Ravens just lost to the Dolphins, so they seem like a pretty they're a pretty unproven team. Steelers just tied the Lions, so they don't look that great. Uh, Bengals coming off the bye after getting killed, or about to come out of the bye against the Raiders after getting killed by the Browns and losing the Jets the week before, so are they a real contender? Who, who knows? Then the Browns just got slaughtered by the Patriots after losing the Steelers the week before. So can't I can't really say confidently any team that division is very good. Then in the AFC South, the Titans are kind of starting to run away with this one. Colts are, there's, are three games back of them already, and the Jaguars and the Texans are not making a playoff push. The Jaguars have been looking good lately uh, under Trevor Lawrence action. Last week, they took the Colts deep. They beat the Bills two weeks ago. So they've been looking better as of late that they're winning against the Dolphins a few weeks back. So lately, they've been looking pretty good outside of that Seahawks loss. They'd also taken the Bengals to the wire. So they've been looking pretty decent. NFC, it's a little different, a lot more spread out. Cowboys are going to run away at the NFC East. Uh, Cowboys looking really good. They had a little bit of a slip-up against the Broncos, but I don't think that's too much of a problem after they just came out and slaughtered the Atlanta Falcons, which I don't think is too bad. Uh, they're able to beat the Vikings with Cooper Rush under center. That's a good win. They took the Patriots to overtime and won, so they look pretty good. NFC West is a two-horse race between the Rams and the Cardinals. Seahawks losing again yesterday to the to the Chiefs, so they look like they're pretty out of the picture. And the 49ers, uh, they have the Rams tonight, but they have a pretty tough schedule the rest of the way out. They still got the Bengals, the Titans, the 40, the Rams twice, and the Seahawks, which could be a tough game for them. Um, so uh, very unlikely they can make any sort of push. Packers are running way away with the NFC North. Vikings are a second-place team, but they cannot find a way to win. They did get a win yesterday against the Chargers, lost in overtime to the Ravens. Barely lost to Cooper Rush under center, the backup for the Cowboys, which was a tough loss uh, by four points. They lost. They beat the Panthers in overtime. Uh, they barely beat the Lions. They they were kind of in like a very low-scoring affair, very defense game against the Browns. Uh, they lost to the Cardinals on a last-second field goal. They lost to the they lost to the Bengals in overtime on something that shouldn't have really been a fumble. So the Vikings have really been there all year. <clears throat> Their record doesn't totally show what they are at four and five this season. Uh, the 
Bears are three and six. Justin Fields has been getting at better as the season goes on. They're definitely out of the playoff picture after three straight, four straight losses. They're probably taking themselves out of the race. They're pretty good against the Raiders, but since it's been all downhill. And the Lions have actually looked pretty good, taking a bunch of teams to the wire. They took the Ravens down to the last second where they had to hit a last-second field goal. Uh, they kept it pretty close with the Rams. They got tied yesterday against the Steelers. Uh, they were able to keep it decently close with the Bears. And then they barely lost to the 49ers, 41-33. So not a horrible season, first season for Dan Campbell as the head coach for the Lions. And then the NFC South, it's pretty clumped up. Cam Newton made his first appearance yesterday for the Panthers, scoring two touchdowns. Uh, they're sitting at 5-5 five and five in the middle. They have the same amount of wins as the team right ahead of them, but since they, once again, they haven't hit the bye week. Uh, Saints have 5-4 and four right ahead of them in second. Falcons are 4-5, and five, but they, I don't think, have much of a chance at the playoffs. A few kind of like fluky wins. They're able to beat the Jets. Uh, they were able to beat the Dolphins. Both games were one-score games. They beat the Saints by two, which made them sort of look like contenders, but show that they weren't really this week. And they beat the Giants by three. So they haven't really shown anything in their wins outside of getting killed by a few teams. And then the Buccaneers are in first place at six and three. If we can think back to last year, the exact same thing happened. Had a very slow start, and then up until week 10, and then they went undefeated the rest of the way. So this could be another type of slow start after yesterday's loss to Washington. And the week before is lost to the Saints. They're on a two-game skid. You know, they started out the season very well outside of the uh, loss to the Rams. But pretty good start. Uh, now we're in, now I'm going to kind of go through and predict how, based off how the season's gone, how the season's going to finish divisional-wise. I'm going to sort of give a little bit of insight on each team. Probably not too much. Probably only focus on the big teams. Probably won't do any, like, bottom feeder teams. So in the AFC East, the Bills have not shown very much this season, though they are managing at 6-3. and three. Their offense is really slow. They don't run the ball much. They are way overusing Devin Singletary. Could definitely use Zach Moss more. Definitely a better running back, uh, though Devin Singletary is better catching out of the backfield. Patriots have looked surprisingly good this season. Hunter Henry starting to turn it on, on pace for a touchdown a game as of the last seven weeks. Uh, and then and Mac Jones looked pretty good, though he hasn't shown too much special. Uh, and then the Dolphins and the Jets are at the bottom. Uh, kind of an expected thing. Probably expect the Dolphins to be a little better, but with Jacoby Brissett in for most of the games, kind of can't expect too much. Uh, in the AFC West, uh, Chiefs have been starting to turn it on lately. They've got, they're have got they on a three-game winning streak here. Wins over the Giants, the Packers, and the Raiders last night, which was a very decisive win. So they look like they're starting to get their offense flying. Uh, Chargers looked really good at the start of the season, but lately have been slowing down. Lost to the Vikings yesterday, uh, barely beat the Eagles, lost to the Patriots, lost to the Ravens, so they have not looked great lately. Uh, then the Raiders, uh, since John Gruden's gone, uh, they have not been looking too, too great. Uh, they they have, they are having a winning record since he's gone, but not a great season for them. I don't think they're really playoff contenders. Same with the Broncos. They had a pretty easy start to the season and since they haven't shown anything since, so I'm going to say that the division stays how it is, and I think one of the teams will sneak in as a second-place team. AFC North, I think the Browns are a bit of a fluky team. I've had some easy wins. Steelers are pretty fluky as well, and then the Bengals haven't looked too good, I think, but there's no team I can really confidently say look pretty good, so I'm going to say that the Ravens will probably come out of the AFC North. AFC South, even without Derrick Henry, the Titans have still been, are still undefeated since he's been injured. Uh, Colts have looked okay, and the Jaguars have looked okay, as I said lately. But 
it, Titans are going to run away with that one. Uh, I already noted on the NFC East, same with the NFC West, kind of the NFC kind of went through all the visions. So that will probably wrap up our NFL talk. Uh, just last thing we're going to do, who I think are the three overperformers this season and the three underperformers. Uh, so first, my three overperformers this season. Uh, first, I think I got to go with the Titans. Even without no, I don't think really expected them to go eight and two. They had pretty tough starts to the season as well. They already beaten the Rams, they beaten the Chiefs, they beaten the Bills. Uh, they managed to sneak out against the Saints, who were okay team. Beat the Seahawks, so had some pretty good wins this season. They did have that loss against the Jets, so minus that loss, and they were looking pretty good. They did have that Week One loss also against the Cardinals, but outside of that, they've looked really good even without Derrick Henry. So I think they're that's my number one overperformer. Uh, my next one's in the NFC. I it, even though the Cowboys always have such a good roster, I don't think anybody expected them to go seven and two to begin the season. Um, so I'm pretty commanding wins. They had a little slip up last week against the Broncos, but I wouldn't look into that too much. And they also had a little bit of a slip up against the Buccaneers, but they kept it close, even though they're kind of outscored. It's also first game of the season, so uh, and Dak's first game back from injury. But I named them my second big big overperformer this season. I think my last overperformer, I think I got to give it out to the Packers. Aaron Rodgers didn't, wasn't really at training camp or anything. They still managed to go 8-2. and two. One of the losses was with Jordan Love under center, so a very understandable loss. And then the other loss came against the Saints, which was also in week one. So Aaron Rodgers hadn't been there during training camp, so it kind of makes sense. So that is my third overperformer. Now my underperformers for the season. I think first I gotta give it to the Seahawks three and six. They did have Russell Wilson out for the for a few weeks. Geno Smith there, but still I think three and six is an unacceptable record for them. My next underperformer, I think I gotta give it to the. It's kind of like a tough one to say, but I think I gotta give it to the Buffalo Bills. I know they're six and three, but they looked pretty horrible throughout the season. Lost to Jacksonville, they barely had a. They had to sneak out the win against. Uh, so, they had to sneak out their win against uh, the. They had to sneak out their win against the um, Dolphins. I mean, it was kind of the scoreboard shows different, but it was kind of a close game. Uh, they kind of got. It wasn't a really good game against the Steelers. Against a really bad Steelers team, to be honest, and then a loss against the Titans, which seems acceptable based on how their season's been going. And then my final underperformers gotta be the Browns. They've been kind of going all in the last few years, and this in a five and five results unacceptable. Baker Mayfield's been injured, but it's kind of been his fault so far. Or not his fault that he's injured, but second time he's injured this season. Seems like they're rushing him back because they didn't trust their backup quarterback. And I think that this Browns team's kind of underperforming even with the injuries. Their defense hasn't been too banged up, and that's kind of the bulk of their team. So when their defense even isn't performing, giving up forty-five points to the Patriots. 40 and are giving up 47 points to the Chargers, even though those are high-flying offenses. That's kind of an unacceptable – they can't really be doing that. So I'll wrap up the NFL talk here as we are going to move on to the NBA. Um, kind of ha- go- I'm going to go through my surprise team, uh, who, who's been overperforming, underperforming, kind of the same thing. And I'm kind of just been analyzing who's been playing well, uh, who's not. So in the we're gonna start in the Eastern Conference. The Wizards atop the Eastern Conference. Bradley Beal's been in and out with injuries, been kind of shaky. Pulled out a win. They've been streaking as of late. They're on a four-game win streak. Are yet to lose since Toronto. 
which was a close game, which kind of a fluke one too. Uh, they lost in at Atlanta, which was a pretty big game for Trey Young. He had a he had a big game himself, going off for twenty six points, dishing six, and getting four rebounds, and along with Cam Reddish getting fifteen points. And then they lost to the Nets, which is not which not a great loss. Uh, they've also had some tough win. They also had some uh, close wins too. Like they had, to, they barely were able to pull it out, one hundred and thirty five, one thirty four against the Pacers. And but they've had some pretty low scoring games this season. So defense has been looking great this season. Held the Grizzlies to eighty seven, Cavs and, and Bucks to ninety four, Magic to ninety two, and they held the Raptors to eighty three. Their first one of the season. Nets, per, as kind of expected, they're 10-4. Even without Kyrie, they seem to be doing just fine. Streaking at the moment, winning, have won their last three games in the Pelicans, Thunder. Magic had a tough loss against the Bulls, where they really got blown out. Had to really pull out the late win against the Pistons. And then had a pretty bad loss as well to the Heat. The Bulls have been looking great so far this season. We're able to come back against the Celtics and get a win. We're able to beat the Clippers and snap their eight-game winning streak at the moment. Uh, the war they had a pretty tough loss against the Warriors though. Evil meet beat Luca and the and his Mavericks. Uh, had a pretty commanding win against the Nets. Uh, and outside of that, they've had a pretty decent season. Uh, fourth place, a bit of a surprise. The Cavaliers. Uh, just came back big against the Celtics. Were down twenty one at point, and were managed to pull out the win against the Celtics. A big comeback in that one. Outside of that though, pretty being who they should have beat. Uh. Outside that, they've had some surprise wins, though. They were able to beat the Trailblazers. Uh, they were able to beat the Knicks, who are a pretty decent team. Uh, they beat the Nuggets. They beat the Clippers. So some pretty decent wins this year. Fifth place, the Heat, kind of an expected spot, along with six with the 76ers and seven with the Knicks. So not going to focus too much on that, along with the Hornets. And then the Raptors in ninth, which is kind of an iffy for them, though after last year, not shouldn't be too surprising. Though Scotty Barnes has been looking really good at their new draft pick. He's been looking good as of late. Celtics down in 10th. They've looked better as of late. Their defense is performing pretty well, but 6-7 and seven isn't great. They were able to beat the Bucks and the Raptors. Uh, lost in a tough game against the Mavericks on a last-second Luka three-pointer where they came back from down 30 at points. Uh, and then they were able to beat the Heat and the Magic the night before, holding the Heat to 78, which was the least amount of points they'd scored since 2016. Uh, they did have that blown win also against the Bulls, so they really need to work on closing out games late. Also had two overtime losses already this season, so kind of tough for them. 11th is the Bucks, so the reigning NBA champions. Lost to the Hawks, lost to the Celtics, uh, already lost to the Wizards. So kind of a tough start to the season, though. They've been sort of turning it on as of late. They beat the Sixers one time, they beat the Knicks, they beat the Pistons. They lost to the Jazz, though, so a very tough start for Giannis and the reigning champs. And then the bottom sort of expected, except the Hawks down there. Trey Young, the Eastern Conference finalists, they've had a tough season to start. They're at five and nine, though they've got and they've still got a pretty hard schedule coming up. Though they have some pretty easy games mixed in there. They got to play the Celtics and the Hornets, and the Pacers, who are and the Knicks, who are above them. But they got the Grizzlies, the Spurs, and the Thunder, so it shouldn't be too hard coming up. Then moving over to the Western Conference, the Warriors, even without Klay Thompson, 11-2 to start the season. Curry's been playing great per usual, shooting the lights out every night. Only the losses have come to the Hornets on the West Coast, which is kind of a surprise game. But then again, the Warriors were also down a few players due to injury. So not probably don't overlook that one too much. 
Uh, and then their other loss came very early in the season against the Memphis Grizzlies in overtime at home. And those are the only two losses. So you can't even imagine what they're going to be like when Clay returns in around January. Second place, the Suns, uh, NBA finalists last year. They've seen pick up where they left off, 9-3 on an eight-game winning streak. Had kind of a very tough loss, tough way to start the season. Started off the season at 1-3, but turned it on as of late. A uh, bit of a championship season before slump and playing some tough opponents in the Trailblazers and the Suns. Or, sorry, not in the Suns, in the Nuggets. So pretty tough opponents to start the season. And then on to third place, the Nuggets. Uh, Nuggets have pretty much picked up where they left off last season and winning pretty consistently as of late on a five-game win streak. Uh, Mavericks kind of as expected. Luka and Kristaps Porzingis have been doing most of scoring, mostly Luka, though. Uh, Jazz in fifth, they've been skidding a little bit lately. Uh, same with the Clippers in sixth. Had a great start to the season. Had a long win streak, but that was snapped as of last night. So they are looking pretty good, and then seems like they've been kind of crashing. Lakers have not looked good. Russell Westbrook's played pretty poorly. Eighth place, uh, Grizzlies. Uh, ninth place, Blazers. Uh, they've had a bit of a tough start to the season, though I think that they could probably pick up a few wins in the next few after they get through the stretch. Then they got some pretty easy games. They got the Pistons, the Kings, the Spurs. Uh, so some pretty easy games mixed in there coming up. Uh, the, and the bottom six is kind of as expected. So Thunder, Kings, Timberwolves, Spurs, Pelicans, and Rockets. Pelicans are going to have to start doing something or else Zion is probably out of there ASAP. Uh, Thunder, Josh Giddies look pretty good. It looks like a pretty good draft pick for them. They've got all their draft picks still coming up. So if they can keep slowly going up, they got Shea Jill, just Alexander. So they've looked pretty good this season overall. Uh, Josh Giddy, as I said, playing very well uh, this season. He's been averaging nine points a game, two rebounds, and – We've been averaging nine points a game, two rebounds a game, a steal a game, a block, and five assists. So pretty good, sorry, six rebounds. So pretty good season for him so far. He's had some pretty nice nights, 76ers. He had 19, dropped 18 on the Warriors. So he's been playing pretty well so far this season. Probably now since the season isn't too far in, you can't really call out any busts, and you can't really probably call out any teams that are like really flunking since we aren't too far into the season. So I'm not going to call out any teams yet, but a bit of a tough season, tough start to the season. Um, Now we are going to move on to some NHL. Uh, that season also just starting up, so can't really do too much inf information. I'm also going to pick my roster for each, the Canadian and the American team for the Olympics this year. So stay tuned for that after this enough. NHL talk. Uh, as we look at the standings in the Eastern Conference, Panthers and Toronto atop Eastern Conference, 50, 23 points and 21 points. The Red Wings having a great start to the season, 18 points. Great turnaround from last year. And then it's the Lightning and the Bruins on 17 and 16. Sabres on 14 points. They've been looking pretty good, even though they just dealt Jack Eichel out to the Golden Knights. They've been looking pretty good. Montreal look back to their old form along with the Senators. Both teams not playing very particularly well. Uh, pretty tight atop the Eastern Conference. Sabres are only nine points back to the Panthers, and they have a less game than them, and they're pretty much down at the bottom of the division. So pretty close division there. 
can't really call anything. Their uh, Bruins have been kind of underperforming along with the Lightning. But once again, the start of the season, both teams are about 13 games through, so can't really call out too much. In the Metropolitan Division, tie for first between the Canes and the Capitals, both on 22, and then kind of, and then the Rangers on 21. Then kind of goes down a little bit to the Devils on 17. Sort of the teams you'd expect at the top. You probably expect to see the Islanders up there. They have a slow start in last place, but they played a lot, three less games than the Penguins ahead of them. So they pick up a few wins in those games, and they're right up and in, back into the mix. So we can't really call anything out at this point in the season since everyone's played a decent. Uh, pretty much a different amount of games, though Islanders and the Penguins both need to probably turn it around soon before this goes too far down for them to climb back out. In the Central Division, the Wild are up top with 20 points. Second place are the Predators and the Jets. The Jets looking really good this season, uh, along with the Predators and the Wild. So if both teams can hold on, I could see them making deep runs. Uh, The Blues are in fourth place. They have been looking iffy. They had a they've had a great start to the season, but have lost three straight games. So a bit tough lately. Uh, Avalanche, and it's kind of like the Avalanche, the Stars, and the Blackhawks all in that middle range. And the Coyotes on three points. This already seems like a lost season for the Coyotes. After the Blackhawks fire their coach, they've been so far on a three-game winning streak as a late four and five and one over their last ten. So they seem to be starting to turn it around. So definitely don't be surprised if they start making a playoff push. In the Western Conference, Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl atop their division on 22 points with two less games than the second-place team, team, the Ducks on 21. Ducks have been a bit of a surprise this season. Uh, way down at the bottom of the division are the Kraken, who have not had a great start to the season, only on nine points. But if they get a win, if they get a few wins, they're right back into it. So can't really judge too much. But it does not look like that they've had having the best start. Golden Knights are a little bit down there on 18 points, tied with the Kings, but not too, too much to stress about. Now I'm going to make my two rosters for the United States and Canada for the Olympics this winter.